0: Thoughts, opinions, and general overall shades thrown on Hyatt 9 News are those of the individual speakers and not those of Hyatt 9 News, its audience, or its advertisers. The statements made do not constitute medical, legal, or financial advice, and for advice tailored to your specific situation, please consult with a licensed professional. Welcome to the Hyatt 9 News Hour, Well, you will hear from cannabis industry experts, and professionals from around the country talk about important topics while shining light on global issues and discussing cannabis as it relates to politics, regulation and reform, data and technology, science, research and medicine, family and parenting, art, celebrities and entertainment, fitness, sports, mental health and wellness, and plant-based medicines and endogenics. Oh, yeah. Good morning, everybody. That's right. It's Friday, December 22nd, and today is National Date Nut Bread Day and... It is Forefather's Day, Rico, your favorite day of the year. Thank you for joining us and getting high at 9 with us. It's also high noon on the East Coast. And please remember to like, share, and subscribe to us on all social media platforms. You can look down below on your screen to see where we live on the Internet. And we are live every Monday through Friday on YouTube. And now you can also find us on Rumble, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So welcome to everyone. joining us from any one of those audiences. And we have... We have Black Santa joining us today. That's right. It is Mr. Rico Lameet, the dope dad himself, who has who has a sack of presents. That's right. Laid out for Christmas. <laughs> That's right. It is none other than the dope dad himself, Mr. Rico Lameet.
1: Thank you, Jason. Um, my sack is always uh, full of presents.
0: It's full of presents, I bet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you, um, you know what? I'm going to take a little uh, back in time to young Rico Lamite. You know what I did after college, after getting hurt training for the NFL? The only thing that my young dumbass thought the future held, and those scholarship stipend checks stopped coming in, and uh, knowing that my family did not have the funds to keep me afloat in that cold-ass Chicago winter back in 06, I started selling weed. hmm And you know what? Ukraine is looking a lot like a 22-year-old RICO right now.
0: Real trap shit. Oh, boy.
1: It's been a year and 10 months now since Russian forces launched an invasion by land, air, and sea on Ukraine. Unfortunately, as we fast approach the Eastern European conflict's second anniversary, the international community's once nearly unanimous support for Ukraine's victory is beginning to wane. Until recently, the U.S. has been Ukraine's biggest backer, with the Biden administration seemingly writing an endless amount of blank checks, sending all its spare planes, tanks, and um, you'll still see a ton of Ukrainian flags and American social media bios posted by believers in performative justice on any given social media platform. But as we head into another election year, Biden and uh, Biden... Bidenomics, whatever you want to call that shit, Bidenomics not really showing much love for the everyday U.S. citizen. Uh, It's beginning to look like um, good old American money well is about to dry up. But you know what? According to Ukrainian lawmakers, um, they are voting to legalize the medical use of cannabis on Thursday after activists and supporters called for the step in order to treat millions of people, including soldiers wounded in the war with Russia. Let me get a round of applause for Ukraine, getting a little bit of medical cannabis. The bill was backed by 248 lawmakers, senior lawmaker, Yaroslav Zhirlyaniak, wrote on a Telegram Messenger, selling or supplying cannabis for recreational use would remain a criminal offense, Uh, but um, he's going to be pushing for medical. And... um, The bill will be pushed into Parliament, said medical cannabis was needed by six million Ukrainians, including cancer patients, civilians in post-traumatic stress disorder and wounded soldiers. The war launched by Russia in February 2022 has killed tens of thousands of people, destroyed settlements and driven millions of people from their home. The fighting rages on with no sight, uh, no end in sight. But you know what? At least they have weed as medicine now. Uh, the bill must be signed by President Volodymyr Zelensky before it becomes law. And it would become—it uh, would come into force six months after it's officially published. Opposition lawmaker Yulia a uh, prime minister from uh, 07 to 2010, uh, had staunchly opposed the legislation, arguing that recreational drug use would proliferate in Ukraine. Um, the legislation would impose strict controls on the— production of medical cannabis, including 24-hour video surveillance accessible by police uh, producers uh, who would have to be licensed, um, and medicine containing medicinal cannabis would only be available by electronic prescription under the bill. Well, you know, it's pretty jacronian times in uh, Ukraine, and um, I just hope that the people that need uh, uh, the assistance of um, our great patron plant now can find a little bit of peace with that. I'm Rico Lamita, was out on the street. Now I'm not a uh not a big expert in uh you know, uh international geopolitical uh, strife, but um I can help you with I'm a big supporter of medical and recreational cannabis. So big ups to Ukraine, congrats on that, and
0: um, I hope the people get the relief that they need. You think about this, Jason? I mean, I mean, I think this is great for Ukraine. I mean, this isn't anything that we didn't already know that was in the works and in happening already. And shout out to our uh, our field agents out there in Ukraine that uh, yes. that, that send shout us all great, yeah, Tigran, that uh, that send us all this great information out there. But I will tell you this: I'm wondering why it's only an electronic uh, recommendation or prescription, whatever they want to call it, out there. I'm wondering if they, they're in if they're having time? I'm wondering if they're having a shortage of triplicate forms out there. <laughs> <Chase>. <laughs> what do you think Dr. T? What do you think about this electronic only recommendations or prescriptions for Ukraine?
2: Uh well, that's progressive at least. <laughs> uh
3: but... <laughs> <laughs>
2: But you know, this is always an interesting topic for me because um of historical perspective, mm-hmm. you know, going back to the times when um, you know, Napoleon troops would um got introduced to cannabis um uh, during their you know, imperialistic uh, escapades into North Africa. Mm-hmm. Um uh uh and uh realizing that the you know the government back then also did not want the troops to to start using uh, cannabis uh, possibly because it made them think that war is a silly thing it's it's a ridiculous thing mm-hmm. <laughs> or or uh, and and they tended not to follow orders that's my interpretation by the way um not necessarily the story interpretation mm-hmm. but I think it's a pretty interesting idea. Cannabis during war, of course, people are going to need cannabis during war because it does help with all the the, the
0: trauma from war. I wonder if there's going to be like any military aid that just drops crates of marijuana out in the sky, like all the federal prosecutors believe marijuana comes from.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, um, I doubt it. Was it? Was it? Uh, I think it was a story from uh, World War One mm-hmm. when. Um, it was like the, the british troops like dropped like a ton of like, like super duper heavy cigarettes on the opposing forces and got them uh got them all loosey-goosey and then wrecked shop on them mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think yeah. I was like reading that or I, was, I saw that like on uh on, on a historical uh uh documentary i was watching like last week they like dropped a bunch of cigarettes like on them they thought they were regular cigarettes but they're like super duper packed ultra nicotine cigarettes and um the opposing <laughs> forces just- <laughs> killed the fuck out and they got slaughtered (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. i wonder i i wonder too is 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 what are all of the um uh associated ailments that they are going to allow for the recommendations or prescriptions of of cannabis in their country how about you live in a war-torn country (laughs) ptsd i'm fine with that i I have no problem with that but i i mean your your article didn't touch on it yeah so
4: the legend has it that Napoleon issued the ban on hashish uh, specifically because the soldiers were too stoned, but it was uh, not made illegal until after his campaign in the area came to an end. It was actually one of his generals uh, that banned it and it wasn't so much to protect French citizens uh, against, it, you know, becoming too stoned to be of use to society, but more... It, well, high colonialism exert control over what was popular in the common culture in Egypt and Syria, um, and, and drawing that line and pitting people against each other, uh, much like we did here in the U.S. with making opium you smoke illegal. But of course, what white women regularly drank as laudanum was just fine, as as long as you were a white woman drinking it and not a person of color smoking it. So, um, yeah, there's there's some. Uh, deep stuff and i'm actually about to I mean, unpack that in africa here in in my story so it's really
0: similar i mean don't we don't we get that here with like all the people that think that is, is that tied to the, the, ha- uh, the hash assassins the ha- that was hash- before Shashash. that
4: was Syria yeah. that was many many years before yeah
0: but now, 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 I wonder, Dale, is, is that, is that, tied? you know, you can only tell you me know, story about that one time. You know, edible, edibles, uh, cannabis consumers, they, they, uh, they, they look down upon uh, people that smoke cannabis. So I wonder if this is just the same thing happening over and over again.
1: <laughs> all of them?
0: Yep. You're, you're just painting
1: all edibles, uh, lovers. All edible only <laughs> lovers. Baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They look down on people. They're like, oh, you know, I don't want all that smoke in my. In your binary labels, yeah. dude. You're all
4: just <laughs> a bunch of deplorables <laughs> if you set fire to anything <laughs> and <laughs> it. <anything>. Ah. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. We're going to go to a commercial. We're going to be right back.
3: How's it going, guys? Saman Razani coming to you from Green Street here with Jason Beck smoking on the best weed in the world. Did you know that we have an audio-only version of our podcast available on Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Spotify? Tune in now and check it out.
1: He's i nine news head honcho and uh, known for smoking the best weed in the world. And I can only imagine now that uh, the forty fifth president is no longer on the Colorado ball- Colorado ballot that his hatred for California for Colorado cannabis is only going to intensify. <laughs> <laughs> and we all have mercy on
0: Jason's soul. Oh, Jason man. Beck, what do you have for us today? I mean, the Green Goblin. Know, that's how you know he's going to win when you got to take him off the ballot because you know he's going to win because that's, that's just how the way the world works. But I'll tell you what, man, my story today comes out of the White House, you guys. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Get ready for more lip service because Biden, to pardon certain marijuana offenses, commute sentences of 11 nonviolent drug offenders. That's right, you guys. President Biden will commute the sentences of 11 individuals serving jail sentences for nonviolent drug offenses on Friday. That is today. And he will sign a, proclam- a proclamation to pardon pardon certain marijuana offenses. The proclamation will pardon offenses for marijuana and use possession on certain federal lands and Biden in October of 2016, 20- 22 announced pardons for thousands of individuals who had been convicted of simple marijuana possession under federal law in quotes, just as no one should be in federal prison solely due to the use or possession of marijuana. No one should be in a local jail or state prison for that reason. Either Biden said in a statement, that's why I continue to urge governors to do the same with regard to state offenses and applaud those who have since taken action. In addition, Biden intends to commute the sentences of 11 nonviolent offenders in this latest use of clemency power. Each of the individuals are serving what the White House called disproportionately long sentences for nonviolent drug offenses and would have been eligible for reduced sentences had they been charged today. The individuals who had their sentences commuted were Felipe Arriaga of Washington, uh, early deacon, Barber of Alabama, James Michael Barber of North Carolina, Anthony Ewing of Georgia, Quitman Andre God- Godley of Texas, and Dionde Cordell Higgins of Missouri, Leroy Lemons of Florida, Angel Rosario of Pennsylvania, and Asias J. Tucker of Florida, along with Daryl Allen Winkfield of Georgia and Kenneth Winkler of Indiana. So, congratulations. To all of these gentlemen who are going to get to go home and see their families for the holidays. Big love. Yes. But the White House said Biden supports efforts to eliminate sentencing disparities between crack cocaine offenses and powder cocaine offenses. I mean, he's the one that helped create that. But nonetheless, America was founded on the principle of equal justice under law. Biden said in a statement elected uh, officials on both sides of the aisle. Faith leaders, civil rights advocates and law enforcement leaders agree that our criminal justice system cannot can and should reflect this core value that makes our communities safer and stronger. In addition to this marijuana pardons, Biden in April of 22 pardoned three people convicted of nonviolent crimes and commuted their sentences of 75 individuals convicted of nonviolent drug crimes in this first use of clemency powers since taking office. At the end of 2022, Biden pardoned six more individuals who served sentences for drug or alcohol-related crimes, as well as a woman who had been convicted of a second-degree murder while she was in an abusive relationship In quotes, I have exercised my clemency power more than any recent predecessor (laughs) has at this point in their presidency. I don't know about that, but (laughs) I'm not buying that one. But Biden in a statement said on Friday, and while today's announcement marks important progress, my administration will continue to review clemency petitions and deliver reforms that advance equal justice, address racial disparities, strengthen public safety and enhance the well-being of all Americans. Well, 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 this is a special holiday surprise that I don't think a lot of people saw coming. But what do you guys have to say? Joe Biden giving out gifts to 11 Americans of the choice of freedom. But I'm going to digress. And this is Jason Beck for the High at 9 News. Merry Christmas, you guys.
3: Joe Biden. Joe Biden. (laughs) Joe Biden. Joe Biden.
4: Is the news that Um, Jason Beck did a story of Biden doing something good? Um,
0: I mean, I think that should be a whole headline all by itself, Dale. I'm with you. That's
4: all I was thinking while you were talking. Look, mm-hmm. it's baby steps. It's a good thing. It's still a small thing. They basically just, it was it was closing a loophole. They forgot the people that were busted on federal lands. And mm-hmm. so they were just closing that loop. And, and the whole point that they're trying to do is really from the Obama era of sentencing disparity. If they had been caught today for the same crime, this is closer to what they would have been charged mm-hmm. i would just postulate that cannabis possession should not be a crime Deschedule.
0: i, I agree with Go that
4: about this 2.0 act cheers
0: that's, that's right you know this
1: is um it's political one-upsmanship but mm-hmm. <laughs> he uh, like release uh, or, or commute like one more sentence than, than trump did before him why don't you just I will take it? You know, I, don't right. by, I don't know if I'm like buying, I don't know if I'm buying those
4: families. Thank you. Yeah, and I don't,
1: I don't, I don't want to minimize, you know, the importance of, um, of, of those 11 individuals, like big love mm-hmm. to them. And I'm really, really happy that they, uh, they're gaining their freedom. However, yes. why not
0: commute all the sentences? I think, uh, I, I,
2: yeah.
0: I think, I think in relation with, with commuting all the sentences, um, uh, I th- I don't think he his team has done the legal work to be able to commute all those sentences. Well, There's is, a lot of organizations that have, but to,
3: not him.
5: Is this I, the I first time that they've, they've, they've way, mentioned
3: he's like, it impacting it. things That's on a, a local lawful. level? Because they only have federal auspices, but he did say local he that, jails. He,
4: he said that before when he yeah, first... first that older, old, last, yeah. Was that last year? I've lost track of time. It's broken. But it the last back. time when he did the big one, he urged locals states specifically to take a look and of course all the red states said Mm. we're locking them down harder biden
0: i don't know if they said that but it was october 7th Uh, of 2022 you guys just so you know
4: Go look up some of the quotes from some of the republican governors there was one as a matter of fact that just had a state that that flipped that said aloud on a recording that their state is not going to make money off taxes. They're going to make money off of uh, penalties and fees, and then immediately slapped a hundreds of thousands of dollar fine on the very first one to open. So tell me again, what
0: mm, that's I mean, bait. That is bait. That is bait. There's I'm not buying business, it. That, 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 that. That's one governor when there's at least another 25 of them, but you can't make them all, all, all that. That's cute though, Dale. I see what you did there. That was real cute. That was a good. little holiday spin right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm learning how to play your game. I, brother.
0: I love it. I love, I'm all about, I'm all about, <laughs> these, What you putting down. I'm all about the reindeer games. You know what I'm saying, Dale? I'm all about those reindeer games. Hey. Yes. Thought. Uh, I mean, Chris, Chris, what do you think about this? Being former law enforcement, these guys getting to go home, see their families. Maybe they're going to get,
5: That's you know, great. Some, maybe they'll get some stuffing. It's it's, I agree with Dale. It's not, it's not enough, <laughs> but it's uh it's a good first step. A good first step,
0: hmm. I like interesting, Get interesting stuffed. use choice of words right there, Mr. Christopher Eggers. First, is it <laughs> first step? Yes, that's right, because that was Trump's clemency thing, the first step back. Yep, that's that's why I thought that
5: was. Don't try to take right. the heat off of yourself uh-huh. doing a story on Biden. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, you know what? don't maybe try, maybe to, this is the
1: don't try to
5: go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I'm ducking over here, I'm dodging. I, I know. Yeah, I'm doing the Jason. But yeah, exactly, yeah. Dale, right there. <laughs>
3: that's right. Can, can can I take credit for putting this story into the Friday Q?
0: I had already I already before called it. it before that before that. Uh, but I am glad that you did see that. Yes, that's yeah, fair, credit, fair credit enough. Ain't cheap these days, Doctor Mark. Credit. <laughs> <interest rates laughs> high. Uh, Dynamics. Oh my God, uh, Dale looks like she has something going on with her Christmas tree lights over there at her house. Apparently, maybe one of the I cats like or cats or dogs started chewing on the wires. Apparently,
4: there's a disco starting at 9:20. One in the morning. I
0: mean, there is lots of at raves Washington in Oakland, York. Dale. In fairness, there's lots of raves in Oakland, so it's very possible. You know, maybe they're having you a know what? Um, snowflake yeah, ball at
4: p.m. I'm unfamiliar with those raves.
0: It's a snowflake ball at your house. At least, at <laughs> least
1: normal can no longer say that uh, Joe Biden has pardoned more turkeys than he has cannabis convicted individuals.
0: Now, I think that would have been a good statement for the administration to say. <laughs> I think that would have been a better, a more fair statement for the administration to say. I'm with you on that. We're going to keep this train rolling. We got a lot of stories to get through, and we want to, we want to try to get out on time for the holidays for you guys. Keep it moving, yeah. Rico's daughter yes, got, a, got a little play, a little Zozo. Got a little holiday play today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. A so maybe let me go live stream it that's right and so coming up next it is that's right it is the doctor of doctors in the cannabis space he's been writing recommendations longer than probably most of you have been alive not to mention only that but he's the founder of cesc and the founder of medican where you actually can get your medical cannabis recommendations that's right it is none other than dr gene Talleyrand. thank you jason uh, happy
2: friday everyone So my story today comes from normal. Uh, Arizona officials will no longer pursue most cases involving prenatal cannabis exposure. Arizona state officials will no longer take positive actions against people who consume medical cannabis during their pregnancy. The decision announced by the Department of Child Safety last week, comes nearly one year after Arizona State Supreme Court declined to reverse a lower court decision allowing physician authorized use of medical cannabis by pregnant women. The decision supports the idea that medical cannabis use during pregnancy does not constitute neglect by the mother. Lawyers for the Child Safety Agency acknowledge that they do not possess the legal authority to investigate cases of prenatal cannabis exposure unless there are explicit allegations of neglect. The new policy takes effect in January. Studies consistently show that black and Hispanic pregnant women are disproportionately uh, ordered to undergo drug testing during labor and delivery. In certain states like Alabama and Oklahoma, pregnant women who consume cannabis frequently face criminal prosecution even if they have a physician-approved recommendation. Data assessing the relationship between cannabis use during pregnancy and neonatal outcomes are inconsistent. It's unethical to perform prospective clinical trials. As a result, many studies observe cannabis use in the community. Illegal behavior is often associated with negative health outcomes. Socioeconomic and environmental factors confound observational data. Correlation is not causation. Consuming cannabis in poverty is different from consuming cannabis in wealth. As noted above, some states, even with medical cannabis laws, consider consuming cannabis while pregnant a crime. Obstetrician and Hyatt Nine correspondent Dr. Felicia Dawson commented yesterday in an online presentation that pregnant women are now at the front line in the battle to normalize medical cannabis. Hyperemesis gravidum is a serious condition where pregnant women experience nausea and vomiting. It's more than morning sickness, resulting in preterm labor, low birth weight, and NICU admissions if left untreated. Depression during pregnancy is associated with poor outcomes to the mother and child. Prenatal anxiety is also a risk factor for adverse health outcomes. The relative risk of negative outcomes from these conditions favors the use of cannabis, especially considering recent data from the University of Maryland and Virginia Commonwealth University noting no difference in neonatal outcome among pregnant women, cannabis users and non-users in four different cohorts. It's good to see that the law in Arizona acknowledges the science. What are your thoughts? This is
0: Dr. Jean Talleyrand, for high at nine news, shout out Dr. Felicia Dawson getting that little quote in there. So, yeah, yeah, Dr. Felicia in the building. Mm-hmm.
4: Hell yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, I did not do this story because I didn't know if I could get through it because it hits me so close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. So you mentioned hyperemesis gravidarum. So any like someone with morning sickness, it's a bad cold. Hyperemesis gravidarum is is. Like COVID, right? It's it's it that hits you hard. Um, Mm -hmm. It it is a it is a hurricane versus a storm. And I have what's Mm -hmm. called cyclic vomiting syndrome. Those of you that remember the movie The Day After Tomorrow, it's worse than hyperemesis gravidarum. And I was prescribed several things that have never been tested on pregnant women or babies, but I will share with you that after my first was born, after taking Zofran, that's when all the television commercials started about how many birth defects, some of which are obvious and some of which may not present for decades, heart problems, developmental problems, from Zofran in the first trimester which is exactly when they prescribe it for morning sickness with no testing on mothers or babies for those outcomes, except the lawsuits and the, the the damage psychologically to both babies and moms with, with what you're talking about and then being removed from each other. And I'm also just going to point out that not all these removals are even founded in science or reality. Never mind that cannabis has been found over and over to be no more harmful than many things we commonly consume, including studies of moms and babies in Jamaica, but that in 12 out of the 14 indicators, the children of the moms who did consume cannabis in utero and after had better outcomes. That's 12 out of 14 children had better outcomes. Once those outcomes were reported, that study was immediately stopped by the federal government and Attempted to be buried. There are there are so many cross currents here of a lack of testing of most medicines for pregnant women, uh, and so everything is a no. But what we do also have is thousands of years of midwifery, uh, and no matter what state you're in. You still have to be super careful about what you share with professional medical staff in a hospital or an HMO or a PPO because they are required by law to report you. And as Dr. Talleyrand said, mm-hmm. you are considered a child abuser. You are considered someone who either neglects or abuses your child because of this, this cannabis use. And we are still taking babies in hospitals, not just for positive cannabis tests, but for years johnson and johnson baby soap would pop a positive and babies are being ripped from their moms over a perception of cannabis use that's actually from the f- soap that they just used on that child so the 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 harm that we have done to families and predominantly usually poor families right and you talk about black and brown and indigenous women who don't have resources to fight. It is women still being strapped down in Texas in chains to give birth. This is still happening in America right now. And I appreciate you bringing this to light, Dr. T.
2: Thank you for sharing that with us, Dale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorry, absolutely go. important. Uh, and, you know, Dr. Dawson also expressed it very well yesterday. It's something we, we can't forget. Putting pregnant women on the front line of this battle, I mean, we really shouldn't be doing this or, or we should be joining them. They should take, shouldn't be alone. We, we can't forget the,
4: and the if medical. If you've got a issues. mom, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if exactly. you love a mom, if you have a mom, a sister, Dream. a daughter, this is affecting dads too, and, and importantly, children. So many young Black boys did not grow up with parents because of that they were put in foster care because their moms were taken as part of the conspiracy when their dads were dealing just to feed their family Rico this is it's it's we're not done yet people we are not done yet and it's the folks that are still on the wrong side of the line of prohibition uh that we're still fighting for mm-hmm. thank you
0: mm-hmm. uh, it's very well said Dale yeah. yeah I don't I don't think I think I think we have to go to a commercial after that that was super powerful thank you the control tower from Highly Educated has perfected the dab. Utilizing the concept of thin film evaporation, you can waste none of it and taste all of it. The microtexture of the SE Pillar increases nucleation at elevated temperatures. and. With the tower propelling at 2,600 RPMs, it's certainly the most efficient DAB experience to date. The Control Tower from Highly Educated. All right, stop whatever you're doing. Make sure you hit that like button. I know we'll appreciate it. You'll appreciate it deep down in your heart of hearts, and you, too, will appreciate it as well. Also, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not subscribed already, and all of the articles that we cover today, you can read on our website at wwwhighat I'm Jason Beck, and this is Smoky Vanilla, and if you want to feel as good as I look, then you need to get yourself a stretch and smoke with Smoky Vanilla. That's all right, baby. I'm Smokey Vanilla with my background in kinesiology, I'm a
1: sports massage therapist and stretch coach. I focus mostly on athletes who have chronic pain or
0: injury due to their sport or the legends of the chronic in the game, baby. Oh yeah, you know what it is. We just stretched and now we're going to smoke because you know what it is. That's right. I love intuitively creating a session based on the individual I'm working with. We'll go through a
1: few assessments, look at the past health history, injury, or anything that's still affecting you today, and create a customized session just for you. Let's go. Well, our next correspondent on this beautiful uh, pseudo Christmas Eve <laughs> episode of uh, Hired Nine News is a New England-based expert in organic and natural product chemistry, plant oil extraction, analysis, and chemical modification. And it showed up this morning looking more natural in an elf uniform than Will Ferrell. <laughs> Y'all know who it is, Doctor Mark
3: Shadow. Oh, thank you, Rico. Happy Friday, everybody. Good. Hope, Dr. You're having a, <laughs> hope you're having a great week and hope you're ready for this holiday weekend and you're spending time with your family and eating good food and staying warm. So I'm really excited to talk about the article that I have to present today. But before I do that, before I do that, I want to read from the Controlled Dangerous Substance Act, what the definition of a set Schedule I controlled substance is, just to remind everybody. Schedule One controlled substances are substances that have no currently accepted medical use in the United States, a lack of accepted safety for use under medical supervision, and a high potential for abuse. So that is the definition of a Schedule One drug. My story today comes from Normal and it's titled, Scientists have published over 30,000 papers about cannabis in the past decade. Uh, for a third consecutive year, researchers worldwide published over 4,000 scientific specific pa- or, uh, papers specific to cannabis and its constituents and their effects according to the results of a keyword search of the National Library of Medicine, uh, PubMed.gov, if you want to go to the website. Um, despite claims by some that marijuana has yet to be the subject of adequate scientific scrutiny, scientists interested in studying cannabis have, has increased ex- exponentially in recent years. As our understanding of the plant and its active constituents, their mechanism of action, and their effects on both user and upon society Uh, NORMAL's Deputy Director Paul Armentano said, it is time for politicians and for others to stop assessing cannabis through the lens of what we do not know, and instead start engaging in in evidence-based discussions about marijuana and marijuana reform policies that are indicative of all that we do know. All that we do know. Wow, what an amazing concept. Over the past decade, there has been a dramatic increase in scientific inquiries about the cannabis plant, with researchers publishing more than 32,000 scientific papers. A couple of those were mine, folks. Um, uh, about cannabis since the beginning of 2013. Much of this uptick of uh, result of researchers are newfound focus on marijuana's therapeutic activities, as well as investigation into real world effects of the legalization laws. In all, more than 70% of all peer reviewed scientific papers about marijuana have been published in the past 10 years. That's an amazing, Statistic, 70% of all papers have been published in the last 10 years, that is amazing. Uh, And 90% of this literature has been published since 2002. As of writing, PubMed.gov cites over 45,900 scientific papers on marijuana dating back to 1840. 1840, they were writing about this, Okay, Available uh, uh, to the public online since 1996, since PubMed is a free resource supporting the uh, search and retrieval of biomedical information about life sciences literature. Uh, Summaries over 450 studies. Uh, of safety and therapeutic efficacy of cannabinoids in different patient populations are available from normal. And folks, when you go to the normal site and you click on that link, it leads you to a new web page that describes all of the medical conditions to which there is medical evidence in the peer reviewed scientific literature that cannabis is effective on. Let me read this list of diseases, very impressive. Alzheimer's disease, ALS, autism spectrum disorder, chronic pain, diabetes, epilepsy, fibromyalgia, gastrointestinal disorders, gliomas, which include cancers, hepatitis C, human immune deficiency virus, uh, otherwise known as HIV, Huntington disease, hypertension, uh, inconsistence, I don't know what that is, but it must be a disease, insomnia, methicillin-resistant staph uh, aurorius, uh infection, so antibacterials, uh, migraine, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, post-traumatic stress syndrome, puritis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, sleep apnea, and Tourette syndrome. We also know that, you know, cannabis is effective at certain sub-classifications uh, of epilepsy where anti-epileptic drugs don't work at all. The drugs that have been developed have no efficacy whatsoever, and the only thing that works in these intractable forms of epilepsy is, is, is CBD. So um, I see that glaucoma is not listed here, but we all know that cannabis certainly has uh, both shown clinical efficacy in humans with glaucoma. Um, so is that when, one
4: of the what what one of the federal patients is diagnosed with to to that's correct yeah one of only that's two correct left living so I don't understand why that's not on the that's correct that, and it, and
3: that uh, Dale is a very good to point that out that that's actually a medical prescription for cannabis to mean. treat that so um, I just wanted to say that yeah I mean we do have medical evidence to support. Let's go back to our Schedule 1 definition again. Schedule 1 definition basically says that there is no known medical use. Well, if you pull up NIDA's budget for 2023, you'll see that they spend $1.8 billion. That's their budget, and a big fraction of that budget is spent on the negative aspects of cannabis. And if you go to NIH.gov and you search You know, who's being funded, the government spends billions of dollars still to prove that cannabis is deleterious to human people who use it and people who consume it while the scientific literature shows all of this efficacy and shows documented medical use that's in the peer-reviewed literature. And in peer-reviewed literature, they don't give a shit about drug policy. They just know that the data shows that this works. And that's what we need to get out there. We need to unwind the Schedule One listing of cannabis. It is an absolute crime against humanity that cannabis is Schedule One when all of these medical uses are known and documented in the scientific literature. That's my story for today. I wanna wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year, let's do it better in 2024, and I'll be interested in what my fellow correspondents have to say, thank you. Dr. Mark from the shores of Lake Champlain here in Vermont. Thank you, Dr. Mark, you know, uh, once
1: upon a time, we were all saying, yeah, we need more science. We need more papers. We need mm-hmm. more publishing. At what point? <laughs> yeah. Dr. T, what do you think about we this? we be is, able to say we have enough? Is this enough? <laughs> or, enough, is, enough. is this enough? Well, is there's, this enough research? There's
4: more on most drugs that we currently prescribe every day yeah. for, I mean, of all the drugs we commonly consume, there, there are more studies Alzheimer's. on cannabis than aspirin. It, what?
1: Mhm. Yeah, I, I always bring it back to Alzheimer's because um, I have lost a couple of uh, relatives to Alzheimer's and um with like five approved FDA approved drugs and none of them none of them have any proof of working. Zero
2: proof of working. But mm-hmm. they well, Yeah. Approved. Yeah, I mean the the, the 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 medical community will never say it there's enough research we, you know uh we always want to do more research so that doesn't it's really the legal the political legal community that's uh ignoring the evidence and they're the ones that uh, will need to reverse. There's certainly enough compared to other uh, substances out there. Uh, as you know, we're pointing out, we've done a lot more research mm-hmm. uh, on cannabis than many other substances that are acceptable. So, uh, yeah. the, you know, the other problem is that the is the idea of the plant versus the pill? Uh, you know, it's difficult for the FDA to regulate plants. They just don't have a hard time with it, mm-hmm.
3: and so well, that's Doctor T. Doctor T, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? So, in that in that definition in the Controlled Dangerous Substance Act, they use the word "accepted." No accepted use. So, when you see these papers and they're publishing, you know, preclinical data in mice, I get it. But when you see clinical data that actually is convincing on human population, when does a use become accepted? Only after it's FDA approved and gone through clinical trials is that an accepted use? So, is that correct. what we're hung up? Okay, correct. Is
5: that defined, yeah. is it accepted a defined? definition that that that, you know is that in order to have all our bullshit
4: because we have Mm -hmm. marinol we have schedule three with dialects we have schedule three with um there's another one that's slipping my brain right now uh
3: right nabalone so that the fact Mm -hmm. that those made it over the fda goal line doesn't that mean that the plant from which they were derived is also known medical accepted use. Maybe what they say is, well, it's not accepted use in the plant form, but if you get it in the little capsule that's prescribed at $300 a pill, paid for by drug insurance, bought at a drug store from a guy who dispenses drugs all day, then it's okay, I guess, right? Well, what's funny, that's, that's funny what it is, is it's the like other
4: constituents of the plant that they're saying is the problem, because the one thing that's the schedule one, they're actually identifying for medical use. And it's the, the, you know, the, the, the cognitive dissonance that, that is going on right now is staggering. And I just want to remind everyone that years ago, Congress passed a law requiring the ONDCP, the Office of National Drug Control Policy, to, by any means necessary, prevent the legalization of cannabis while they spend billions figuring all this out. And and I'm just asking that we can walk and chew gum at the same time here uh, and take the fangs out of the, the DEA and this policy. This is why rescheduling is not the answer because this conundrum will only get worse and more confused. We have a natural plant that should be legal for all Americans to grow, and we should continue research absolutely for pharmaceuticalization, medicalization, being able for a doctor or a nurse to help patients in hospice, in hospital, with with known things that will help those symptoms. This is insanity, and we just need to really uh, approach them differently. Come on, America, we can walk and chew gum at the same time.
0: Common sense approach. Well said, Dale. Yep. And on that, on that we're going keep to this, keep this train rolling. We're going to roll right on to, that's right, Miss Dale Sky Jones. She's a mom and the chancellor at Oaksterdam University here to educate and teach you how to keep up with the Joneses. That's right. It's a Joneses Christmas, and it is Dale Sky Jones. <clears throat>
4: that's right good morning on the west coast good afternoon for those of you that have already been hitting it hard for hours on end my news today is from the other side of the world and even a different hemisphere that's right this story is coming from africa news it was last updated about 45 minutes ago it is about ghana and ghana's parliament has marked a historic milestone by legalizing cannabis cultivation for medical and industrial purposes. Now, I want you to hold on to that medical and industrial because there's kind of a catch at the end. Aligning with the global momentum, embracing the multifaceted benefits of cannabis. This groundbreaking decision made on December 14th grants the Interior Minister the authority to issue licenses, ushering a transformative era in Ghana's cannabis regulations. Their commitment to realizing cannabis's potential was underscored by the passage of Narcotics Control Commission Act 2020. Uh, This is Act 1019 for you policy wonks that want to go look that up. This move aligns with a global wave of countries harnessing the potential of the cannabis industry, which was estimated to be worth $30 billion in global GDP in January 2022. Gone up since then licensing cover the entire spectrum of cannabis related activities including cultivation processing distribution sale import and export critically these licenses adhere to stringent THC content standards limiting levels to 0.0 or 0.3 on a dry weight basis. So they're legalizing hemp, in effect. Experts claim that if the cannabis industry is properly managed and regulated along the value chain, Ghana's economic issues may be remedied because cannabis has the capacity to flourish in every part of the country. Uh, the key sector expected to benefit significantly is the employment sector. Jobs, yes, job creation. That is everywhere. The growing of the plant means workers. Uh, the processing of the plant, the selling of the plant, the experience of the plant, workers, jobs. As Ghana embarks on this transformative journey, the country stands at the forefront of the cannabis industry development in Africa. Also, listen for the swoosh of investors and business people uh, headed that direction. Uh, the, the, the cannabis in Ghana is illegal without a license from the minister of health, just to let you know. Uh, but the nation is along with Nigeria among the top illicit cannabis producing countries of West Africa. Cannabis in Ghana is known as weed or devil's tobacco. Uh, and it was uh, thought there's two theories, uh, might've been brought there by troops returning from India and Burma after World War II or spread by sailors coming down by the coast, most likely from Sierra Leone, and the first reported illegal cultivation was in 1960. So I'm curious what folks think uh, about cannabis from Ghana being transported to other countries in not just Western Africa. I see Europe, you know, perhaps Morocco. Um, what are your thoughts?
0: This is, I mean, I think this is great news, and I'm glad that this is going to be happening and going on over there and all that but it's just it's just hemp. and unless they're going to start to um build some factories and really like produce some actual products i don't see how it's really going to benefit them as much hey, it's, a great, it's a huge economic benefit though it's going to be
1: yeah i think it's going to be a great start and it's a benefit uh, yeah but it's, get it's actually, like uh, what are you going
0: to do with know, the plants afterwards? afterwards what are you going to do with the are they going to follow
4: afterwards? the same thing of cbd in america that's i mean what it can sounds we just get like. into reality here that, that, and that's... that's why we need to hurry up and legalize just cannabis for adult use and not create these these like uh, yeah. lab environments where we're the yeah this is not what hemp yeah. is mm-hmm. best yeah. applied for yeah.
1: Yeah, even even though america's influence uh, abroad mm-hmm. is waning um Really? Still waiting for America to move on cannabis. We need to move. Mm-hmm. We need to go quickly on uh, the the full plant, not just uh, one side of it. Mm-hmm. And um,
3: there's a and certain amount of that actually
1: believe in science, unlike America. <laughs> Why don't you go forward and and lead the way? America doesn't seem to be uh, wanting to take that lead anymore.
3: No, that's America. Like like a a critical amount of investment that needs to provide infrastructure in order to make a successful business opportunity there. And just going back to the previous story about Ukraine, Ukraine has been a large grain exporter for years. So there Mm -hmm. I see it happening and being quite successful to get into the hemp market. Again, when it comes down to it, the driver for hemp, is not CBD production. CBD is cratered to like 200 bucks a kilo. Who's gonna make money making CBD? The driver for hemp is to overtake soybean as being the way of growing protein per square acre because we need to feed more people on this planet and food is much more important than CBD currently for these people, especially in Africa. So when it comes down to it, Hemp beats soybean on protein per acre. That's the driver that these people need to realize. Because there's bottom of the pyramid, you know, kind of thing where they can grow their own food, establish what, what do we call it, nutritional equity. Uh, uh, Rico? They could they oh, could equity. fend for themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Everything that the hemp plant can provide, in addition to CBD and cannabinoids, can help them create, you know, food. And that's what people need. People need more food, not CBD. They're and and, and, and in developing
1: nations, uh, uh, using hemp as, as, a, as a textile, they don't have all of the red tape that we do here in America. But they will have a lot of cheap labor.
4: Well, and and to just bring a bit more wealth into the country right now, um, I just looked it up and what Ghana's uh, chief ag exports are cocoa palm oil, rubber, and then citrus is fourth. So they're not producing... Um, ag crops for, for food as, as two of their top three, um, Mm -hmm. ag exports right now. So it's, it, if we can reduce the, you know, everything I've heard about palm oil is frightening, uh, rubbers on the decline across the world. And so is cocoa.
0: Rubbers are on the decline. Creating a
1: hemp and creating a hemp economy can help you leapfrog declining nations. I like
0: 100. I'm with. I'm all about that. We need to bring more infrastructure yeah. uh, in, into the into the hemp space and be focusing more on producing products with hemp as opposed to just CBD isolate and whatnots. These single source compounds. Totally. Delta mm-hmm. eight.
3: Totally. Delta yes. eight.
0: Oh God. No, not Delta 8, yeah, man. No. Come on. Come on, Rico. Come on, Rico. We got one more. We got one more to go, bro. You ready for
1: Chris? Stir the pot. Stir the pot. Y'all know who it is. Coming up uh, next and closing us out today on a special Christmas Eve version, uh edition of Hyatt 9 News is the man who used to chase down criminals and now you know what? He's chasing down the best deals <laughs> for local and regionally distributed cannabis.
5: Chris Eggers, what do you have for <laughs> us today, my man? Good to see you, buddy. How Hello to all my okay, fellow courts, you Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, my, my story is uh, out of Tennessee, and we're talking some hemp as well, but uh, headline reads a new Tennessee law for cannabis and hemp sales, putting some retailers on edge. And I'm gonna uh, reference another article here in just a second. <laughs> But uh, Tennessee cannabis and hemp retailers are concerned that the industry is at risk of ending because of a new state law. And that's Senate Bill 378 out of Tennessee, which was passed back in April. Uh, hemp cannabis farmers are were able to sell their flower products with limited restrictions. Uh, Farm to Med owner Chris Sumrell said that the plant uh, makes up anywhere of 80 to 90 percent of his sales uh, and that the law is being misinterpreted. Uh, He's quoted in this article to say, quote, it really defines on the first page as hemp being anything less than 0.3 delta 9 THC. The interpretation of the law takes that a step further and interprets it to be anything less than a total of 0.3 THC. And that in turn takes our plant uh, that the state permits us to grow off the table for resale. Um, He said that it is impossible to grow the plant and keep it at a a 0.3% total THC said that the industry has been very beneficial uh, for too many Tennesseans. So let me just reference this other article uh, out of Fox 13 that uh, basically lines out um, some of the bullet points of this Senate bill, just to recap. So the comprehensive bill creates a solid foundation from which, uh, this is according to a Fox 13 article, from which the hemp industry can grow and includes Uh, The following, one, it requires a privilege tax of 6% of the sale price of these products with revenue going to the state general fund. I think that's important to note. It requires that manufacturers and sellers obtain a license from the Department of Agriculture, requires hemp-based cannabinoid products to be tested for safety and toxicity uh, by an accredited accredited laboratory, and it introduces new offenses for selling it uh, or assisting someone under the 21 to buy products of which um, have hemp-derived cannabinoids. So, talking a little bit of hemp, talking a little bit of cannabis, talking some new state laws that look uh, to be affecting Tennessee, and, and um, you know, obviously, it's going to affect some jobs as well. Um, but interesting. I wanted to bring that to you guys on a Friday. I uh, hope everybody has a great weekend, a uh, great holiday for celebrating, and uh, uh, if nothing else, you know, be kind to one another and, and enjoy being around friends and family. Man, they got a lot of confusion going on
0: out there in Tennessee, bro. Isn't that where that yeah, isn't Isn't that where that that video of that that couple that like got arrested for smoking THCA on the bench were too? That's that North same, Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Okay, all right. Same. Cacolac. Okay.
1: Um. Yeah. It's, it's 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 getting kind of dicey out there in Tennessee. I got a couple of uh, clients out there, and um, it's not fun times. You have clients, times in huh? clients in Tennessee, huh? Clients,
0: We've got clients everywhere interesting interesting Global. interesting Global. interesting interesting man yeah no it's 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 a shit show i don't think they know what they even really want to do out there they just they want to act like they're doing something for the sake of doing something and even though it doesn't really help the situation at all you know what i mean chris
1: i mean it makes sense it's, it's, it's the volunteer state man they just show up is it a volunteer state
5: it is the volunteer state
0: is that that's yeah. what it says on it that's what it doesn't say that on its license plates Let's see, Tennessee license plates. It does, not, it, does, it, it does not wouldn't say that. I would be surprised that. if they had the Volunteer State that. on their license plate. They, they, they do not have that.
1: That is their that is their
5: nickname, dude. I think
4: the they might. State. I used to live in the South and I'm trying to remember. You didn't see Tennessee plates out of state that
0: often, but.
5: Yep, the Volunteer State. It's on the license plate. It's
0: on the license it's plate?
5: I like Wow. You, you? Take a shot. Man. Take Better than the show me. Oh, man.
4: State. Flash on the freeway.
0: Oh boy, you guys. You guys are
5: funny. I know some good folks out of Tennessee, man. Yeah, there's some great oh, yeah. good, great folks out of Tennessee. Absolutely. In mm-hmm. Some great people.
4: There are great folks everywhere in America. And it's just we gotta remember to show up in the places that we you know, people we don't necessarily agree with politically, but you know, I bet we agree on, you know, the state of our community and that we love our family. Uh and just get out there and connect. Don't ask who they're voting for. Just connect on a commute like community. Uh, remind ourselves we're, we're really just humans. We're more alike than different.
0: I thought that's why you always came there's, on there's to talk some, to me, Dale. some big producers. Were, were you talking directly? Oh, she was. <laughs> see? Yeah, exactly, Chris. See,
4: see I'm practicing <laughs> what I preach. There we are. <laughs>
2: you see what I
4: think I think you're, you keep putting your little ball in my eye, though, on camera. Oh, oh. So you're...
0: <laughs> <laughs> With the is here, let me... <laughs> Maybe I can so, yeah. Yeah. Pinch, yeah. pinch,
4: the, pinch the hat.
1: Is that Christmas in uh, Mar-a-Lago there? Yeah, like, you know, uh, I had to have everybody
0: have to. over to the house, you know what I mean, this holiday. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to make sure you guys all the harness showed up. That's right. That's right, Smok- no, smokable smokeable flower in Florida, bro. Out here on the patio. Le- Lev Parnas showed up. Yes. Matt Gaetz showed up. <laughs> <laughs> we got the whole gang over here today. Over here, we're gonna have a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> spread. Lots of fun-filled guests over here today. You know, you know how we do it, Rico. You know how I we guess guys. we got. We- you know what? All good things come to an end. Yep. Canvas yeah. is the show. one
4: thing we can it's all close. agree on.
0: That's right. Now And now we have a our photo of, uh, of of Mrs. Jones's in Mar-a-Lago. Oh,
4: good Lord. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, Dale's going to have that scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> but thank you all for joining us for another week of High Nine News. You can catch us live weekdays, 9 a.m. Pacific, High Noon on the East Coast. Big shout-out to the super fans. Big shout-out to Leah.
0: Yeah, thank you Ingrid. so much. And Ingrid. Ingrid with the super chat. Yes. Ingrid? yes out there showing love super fans showing love getting their comments
1: posted live on the big screen our live audience and online supporters catching us across all media platforms tuning in each day to the headlines of chaos also known as the developing cannabis industry to our vetted correspondent team tuning in from all over y'all know fridays is always where it's at Mm -hmm. got an all-star cast uh every single friday bringing us much needed variety of perspective and your respect respected opinions to the table as well to our production team cloud media partners uh our sponsors keeping their lights on and our AV struggles to a minimum. And as always, Cannabis Sativa L, the reason the High Nine news team reads these headlines every single day. Thank you, too. It has been Friday, December 22nd, 2023. The show's over. You've all been blessed with the top industry headlines, special pre-Christmas, post-Hanukkah, pre-Kwanzaa, pre-Feast of Saturnalia show. Oh boy! I hope you guys a have a great time with your uh, with your parents, your 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 kids, your relatives, your friends, and family in this holiday season. Bring it together and put something in the air. And uh, to close us out today, I want to give it to Dale, Dale Sky Jones, Mrs. Jones.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, with first, gratitude to be here with all of you. I appreciate each and every one of you and all of the listeners. And by the way, quick shameless plug: If you're saying "Oh shit," it's December twenty second you can still give the gift of knowledge, you know, whether you get it through Oaksterdam or the Budtender's guide, or just, you know, sitting down with your loved ones and having that meaningful conversation. If you can, please take care of yourself, take care of your family, others around you, and possibly someone you've never met before. Maybe take care of a stranger. Yeah. As Jesus intended. Blessings to all of you and your family. And I look forward to seeing you on the flip side of this particular holiday season. Thank you so much. Blessings. Go extra.
0: Woo. Oh, yeah, look at that. Cannabis and Christmas. She even got in a little baby Jesus in there.